Hey, Jake, what are you doing? Oh, nothing. I'm just playing video games in my basement. What about you? I, I want to talk about video games. What's your me favorite too. video games? All kinds. Let's talk about it right now. Hold on. Let me tuck my polo shirt in really fast. Well, let me clean my glasses. Okay. Welcome, everyone. We are finally back. It is Region Unlocked Season 4, the very first episode. My name's Cameron. And hey there, I am Jake. It is very good to be back, Cameron. Yes, it is. Because we're nerds. And we want to talk about video games. Yeah, that's what we do all the time. I mean, why are we still here starting this new season of just talking about nerdy stuff? I mean, think about it. Here we are. I'm very confused by what you just said. Well, I'm, I'm talking about the fact that we're nerds. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. No, no. But anyway, I'm, I'm really excited to be back. And uh, it's it's been a good long break, but uh, I'm ready to start talking about nerd culture again. What do you say? I agree. Well, who knows what day you're listening, but today we're recording. It is June 5th for both of us because I am on summer break. So we're able to switch up our times. It is 8.30 a.m. Cameron time, 9.30 p.m. Jake time. Mm-hmm. Man, it's interesting doing the switch. I understand why you come in a little low energy sometimes. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Even though I'm getting up earlier than you normally did. Yeah, yeah, that's that's quite true. Uh, it's just a different dynamic, you know? We'll, yeah. we'll just say it like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we we did switch up the times a little bit, uh, except another cool, fun thing is I am now on Sunday. Normally, we did this on my Monday, mm-hmm. um, but because my weekends have shifted officially, we're going to be doing a little bit of that. So tell us about your new job situation. Well, after, let's see, what, almost three years of uh, grinding away doing my current job, I have been unofficially slash officially promoted meaning i'm a, i'm in the new department ahead of mm-hmm. the one that i was in and because of that i now have like actual weekends off because i'm now permitted to go and work at the home office which is nice. pretty cool so i've earned that and <laughs> i'm very <laughs> excited to be honest because that's the next step for me i'm going to be going into the uh, head office which is in downtown tokyo but before that they're going to be sending me to potentially uh, Fukuoka, which is um, on the very southern tip of Japan. Like, if you go as far south as you can go without hitting, like, the islands in the South Pacific, mm-hmm. that's Fukuoka. So, okay. I might be going there for a little while just to do some training and help open some new schools. Cool. It's pretty exciting. Well, I'm glad you're excited. Um, how has it affected your hours? Because I know you were, like evenings right you you had like your mornings mm-hmm. off and then got home late is that still the same uh no it's going to be a little bit earlier now it's going to be more like nine to five type okay. situation how do you feel about that uh i i feel just fine about it if it does change they'll let me know which it might who knows but i i feel pretty good about it i think it's going to be a new challenge i'm just excited to start something new really good yeah that is exciting yeah so this whole next week i will be working from my apartment sitting here yes and then i'm gonna go to the school so okay fun stuff 
Lots, lots happening. What about with you, Cameron? I just told you about my life. Um, my life, I've been, like I said, been on summer break for about a week now, a little more, and really need to find something to do. Been kind of yeah. just sitting around on my phone for hours, and it's kind of driving me crazy. <laughs> so I need to get started on some projects around the house and uh, in my classroom. But right now, the whole school... They're doing so much renovation, and especially to my parking lot that I normally park in. So I'm not sure where the most convenient way is to get into the school anymore, but hopefully huh. it doesn't take the entire summer, but that's generally how school projects go. Yeah, yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> they do. Game-wise, I started Far Cry 6, <laughs> and I I couldn't stick with it. Who okay. knows? I might. My my beef with it is, it's just too similar, and this has <laughs> yeah. kind of been my sales pitch to people. It's like if you want to play a Far Cry, do it, but really just pick one modern one, and that's all you need to play because they're yeah all so similar with just a different setting, but the gameplay is identical. And yeah. actually, Far Cry Six, which this isn't a terrible thing, but it is like the lowest rated of the more modern Far Cry's huh. compared okay. to the others. And I wasn't, I'm not a huge fan of the equipment versus, you know, just having a skill tree Yeah, with your upgrades and things like that. But uh-huh. um, either way, I beat it. I beat it pretty quick. You know, at wow. the beginning, they're like, here's your boat. You can go to Miami. I'm like, okay. So I hopped on that boat, <laughs> drove to Miami, and the credits rolled. It's like, hey, that game was easy. Boom. Every Far Cry since 3 has had like a little uh, Easter egg like that where you can actually officially beat the game within like 10 minutes of starting it. <laughs> um, each, you just have to figure out each uh, little quirk to, to get that um, achievement, which it is an achievement for uh, each time you do it. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I thought it was funny because like... <laughs> Through the tutorial, you, you play one little tutorial island, you know, much smaller than the entire game, uh-huh. and you're just doing it so you can get your boat to get out of there. And then as soon as you finish it, you know, the character realizes, okay, this is bigger than me. I'm supposed to stay. I need to help with this revolution. But mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, here's your boat. You can leave. And, like, she looks at the boat. She's like, this will probably sink halfway. And, <laughs> like, you can tell she doesn't. she's changed her mind. But I'm like, nope, I'm getting on that. And yeah. it actually has you drive through the game for a while. Mm. And like, is this yep. going to trigger anything? And then eventually she just says, sorry, this isn't my fight. And then it fades to black. <laughs> and you're on the beach in Miami listening to the radio about how everyone died in the revolution <laughs> that you didn't help with. Yep. And then uh, you just go on and join the beach. Like, that sounds good to me. I didn't know these people. The credits do start rolling, and it even references the pandemic in that uh, radio announcement that she's listening to. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was something in the game that hadn't happened yet, or if it was our pandemic that they was talking about. I'm pretty sure it's talking about ours. (laughs) It's, uh, yeah, it's it's trendy. Far Cry is always trying to do that, be trendy with whatever's going on. Yeah. But... Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I guess they aren't really super similar. Or, I mean, they I'm sorry, they are pretty similar to each other ever since 3 came out. But, yeah. well, people like me who, who are super fans, we have to get each new one. Yeah, I mean, if you <laughs> want to play it, play it. No harm done. Yeah. Other okay. than that, cool beans. 
this weekend is Pokemon Go Fest. Ooh. And this is the first one I participated in. Uh, Jason and Caitlin, uh, friends of the show, you hear them name dropped quite often. <laughs> Jason's been on the show. We went to Purdue and walked around and played there. So it's a bunch of cool spawns that are, they change out every hour, everything that's spawning. Mm-hmm. So you can just enjoy doing that, but then there's also challenges if you buy the ticket. So it is a $15 ticket, but it adds more for you to do, and then you get to unlock like a special mythical hedgehog at the end. Mm. So I completed that, got my challenges, we did a few raids, did, and just had a great time. It was a beautiful day, walked around, and actually it's happening today as well. Pretty much as soon as we end this call, it starts up again for the day, so... Uh, I might go out to a park or something and do today's challenges. Wow. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Definitely go. Definitely Pokemon go. Ha 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 ha. Like that one's not been used before. No. Anyway. Yeah, just, okay. So give me just a second. My cat is really scratching at the door and I'm going to go hiss at him. Oh, that's awesome. Let me know how that goes. All right, be right back. My cat can be such a jerk. He's got his claws, but he's good and doesn't scratch up furniture, except if a door's shut, he'll just, like, dig at the carpet right in the corner, like, where the trim and the door meet. And so there's little bits of torn-up carpet out there, and I'm getting sick of it. But anyway. Wow. I scared him away for now. He's smart. He knows where people uh, aren't looking all the time. Except now he knows that uh, you're aware of it. Well, it's just so annoying because he's so content to just go sit in the window. But as soon as someone's in a room and he's out by himself, he's like, oh, I got to dig into that carpet. (laughs) Attention. Someone must give me attention. (laughs) I'm a very fancy cat. (laughs) He's he's not that fancy. He's a dummy. But anyway. He's a dummy. (laughs) What games have you been playing? Uh, uh, besides Caravan Stories, which I've gotten really into, I need to stop playing that game. Uh, <laughs> I downloaded Resident Evil Village. Oh, dang. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, dang, indeed. And it is so classic, uh, you know, Resident Evil with beautiful graphics, cheesy mm-hmm. dialogue, over-the-top story. Mm, it's so great. It's it's yeah. creepy. Yeah. Like the the whole first person perspective and all the stalking that goes on without too many spoilers. Holy mm-hmm. cow! So, if the game can be broken down into f- four sections, we got you know Lady mm-hmm. Dimitrescu, uh, mm-hmm. Donna Maria, Fish Guy, who I can't remember his name, <laughs> and oh Moreau, his name's Moreau, Heisenberg, and then kind of you know into the game. Uh, yeah. So where where are you on that? I, I just I just beat the first main area, okay. Lady Dimitrescu. Okay. And yeah, now I'm wandering the village searching for last minute stuff. Oh boy, you got some good things coming. Yeah, I'm just trying to backtrack everything right now. You don't know with these games where you're going to get like sucked into the next area and you can't go back to get that stuff. I want to try and complete everything. Are you going to play tonight after we finish? Oh, uh, most likely. You know, I'll probably shut all the lights off and make it extra creepy. 
Oh man. Oh man. Yeah. Message me after you, after you play because I need to oh. see your impression. Oh snap. Okay. Noted. Uh, All right. I do appreciate the shopkeeper and his references to the one from Resident Evil 4. Yes. <laughs> yes. And dang it. I know we, we probably talked about this in our E3 episode, but the Resident Evil 4 remake trailer just came out. And as they did with the two and three remakes, they kind of changed the story a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so it'll be interesting. It looks like from the trailers and what people are pointing out online that they are going to draw more connections between four and eight because mm. they uh, might be like more close to each other than, than we realize. And who knows, maybe we'll see the merchants meet each other. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was supposed to be his laugh. Thank you. <laughs> nice. Thank you for completing that. You, you knew what I was going for. Of course. So, good. I'm glad you're playing that. I can't wait to actually do an episode about that. I might replay it myself here pretty soon. But uh, who knows? I got so much to play. That's true. You do. A lot of good stuff, too. Oh, they finally added Transmog to uh, the new Horizon game. Oh. Yeah, just just fun little... Look however you want. Yep. Just a fun little update that they uh, threw in there that I got the announcement for. And I'm like, hey, cool. I can make this armor look like this. Just a fun little Easter egg. So with that, Jake, let's go ahead and get into our main topic today. So Sweet. as you heard in our wonderful intro about being nerds, we're going to talk about that, <laughs> about nerdiness, the nerddom, being a nerd. What does it mean? How has it changed? Are we actually nerds? Are you a nerd? I don't know. I have an <laughs> idea, but let's get into that. So mm. Jake... Allow me to read some definitions for you. Okay. Dictionary.com. A nerd is a foolish or contemptible person who lacks social skills or is boringly studious. How do we feel about that? (laughs) Wow. That is such a complex and deep question. Holy cow. We're going to be nerds just for discussing this. Um, (laughs) Well, you know, I've done some introspection and some studying myself. And I guess there's really no one definition for what a nerd is. There's, there's no one encompassing thing for what mm-hmm. uh, what defines it, but I guess it's good to discuss anyway so you, we can at least think about it. I think for the most part, a nerd is just, it's just a, it's just a definition. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just a, um, oh, what am I trying to say here? It's just a grouping. It's a generalization of certain qualities that came about before the information age was big. And people could finally realize for themselves that, hey, we have a lot more in common than we realize. Yeah. So, you know, oh, I could be all over the place here, but th- think about all those movies that we've seen about what it's like to be in school, what it's like to be in high school. I mean, think about those stark differences between the different cliques and the different uh the different groups of students yeah it, d- did you ever once experience that extreme starkness that you see in the movies like <laughs> no it's never no. like that it no. you know everyone was just kind of their own thing and no one really cared at least in my experience when i was in school <laughs> so, so, so quick generalization 
of instant impressions of what a nerd is. I think it's kind of an outdated term yeah. to define something that was uh, once thought to be just a basic generalization of a, a certain set of characteristics. Yeah. There you go. So <laughs> part of what prompted this question for us was we were thinking about, you know, growing up, we've been into video games and, and pop culture our, our whole lives, right? And mm -hmm. it seemed like that was more acceptable at a certain age, and then it kind of goes away. Mm -hmm. Who knows when? Maybe it could have been different for everyone. Or maybe it's like, I don't want to be known as a nerd. Or maybe just our opportunities and other hobbies opened up to more than just the nerdy cliches. Mm. But then it feels like at a later point, it kind of refocused where it's like, I don't really care if people call me a nerd or not. It's like, yeah. I call all my students nerds because they're taking engineering. And if they're uh -huh. in esports, I call them nerds. And some kids still get offended by that. I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, nerd is not a bad <laughs> thing. And it hasn't been in a long, long time. Yeah. So, we, yeah, we, we kind of wanted to analyze that. And so, Jake, I've got another definition here from Wikipedia, which I think defines it a little better. A nerd is a person who is seen as overly intellectual, obsessive, introverted, or lacking social skills. Such a person may spend inordinate amounts of time on unpopular, little-known, or non-mainstream activities, which are genuinely either highly technical, abstract, or relating to topics of science fiction or fantasy to the exclusion of much more mainstream activities. Additionally, many so-called nerds are described as being shy, quirky, pedantic, and unattractive. Hmm. Okay. So, so obviously I know why that sounds more refined and more positive because it was obviously a nerd who wrote it because it was on <laughs> Wikipedia. And let's, let's all think back to Weird Al's white and nerdy. He edits mm. Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. We'll just go with that. That's an interesting thing you brought up, though, a second ago about not really caring what other people think. I think that's yeah. part of what makes a nerd a nerd, per se, in quotes, not caring. You know, if you're not caring about what the popular kids think, obviously you're going to be an outcast, right? Yeah. And, that, and that's a very big discussion mm. on its own. Yeah. Uh, I sent you an essay. Uh, did you read any of that? I read most of it. I read the main gist of it. And I resonated with some of it and definitely could uh, could relate to a lot of what was being written about. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm talking about there's this essay written by Paul Graham in 20, or 2003. So pretty mm -hmm. old now, but it's called Why Are Nerds Unpopular? And uh, it really comes down to we prioritize our learning and hobbies more than trying to be popular. And obviously now that's really hard for us to connect with mm -hmm. because we've been out of school for so long. Yeah. And that really wasn't my experience in school. And... I'm curious to know your perspective being more into theater and art, which is a different crowd. But mm -hmm. like me, I was kind of in both camps, did sports, but not that good at them. And yeah, there was some people much cooler than me that did not like me whatsoever. 
Mm -hmm. And it's because maybe I wasn't that good at sports or maybe I was too much into (laughs) nerdy things. I don't know. But still, it never seemed like I was ever targeted for that. The kids that were targeted for that were the ones who were just painful to be around. Mm. Right. I don't think it was them not caring about being popular. It was just like it says here, the super social awkwardness that just it was just like pulling teeth being around them, you know? Mm hmm. I, I see what you mean. And, you know, it's it's easy to see what's what or it's easy to see what stands out. And like that essay was even talking about, you know, people like to pick on something to take the attention off them. You know, it's sure. That's just what people do. Um, my experience in school was it was kind of all over the place. Like, yeah, obviously I did art in theater throughout my entire schooling essentially and i was in japanese club and i helped found my high school's first chess club as well wow so yeah i know jake (laughs) is the picture kid of uh nerd let me push my glasses up really fast um yeah i was the weeb nerd everything uh oh that's another discussion talking about weebs no um Uh but anyway the worst yeah (laughs) so (laughs) One thing I really noticed back then and even now, but especially now, was the lines were so blurred. Like, yeah, you had the kids who were perceived as popular. You had the kids who were perceived as nerds. But the differences were never so blaringly stark. And most people just kind of lived their lives and were cool with each other. What I mean is there were football. There were popular, there were quote unquote, popular football players in the chess club. Oh, and athletes okay. as well, and people who are deemed very sociable. So, like, the lines are just really blurred. And being in theater, you did see a lot of people who joined because it was kind of a nice outlet for them. And that was a place where your differences could definitely be celebrated. And that's what I loved about it, and a lot of people did. But it, it was never so incredibly grotesque yeah. in a way. Yeah, and I think a lot of that is just because it was played up in mm. TV mm-hmm. and media. And so to give us some a little history here. So the word nerd actually became really popular in the 70s because it was used very heavily in Happy Days. They, <laughs> they called people nerds a lot in that. And so I think the 70s, that was when maybe... <laughs> Again, I'm basing these thoughts off of what I've seen on, on TV. But I think that's kind of where the real like niche nerdiness stuff really started. Like the 70s, that's when Advanced Dungeons & Dragons became a thing. It's when <laughs> Star Wars came out. And these things were, you know, they were very alienating, very different from yeah. mainstream at that point. And now those things were so great that they've kind of melded into just normal everyday culture but then you look at the 80s and things like revenge of the nerds and every single character played by anthony michael hall who's you know (laughs) the kid from breakfast club and 16 candles and he's just the cliche nerd you got like steve urkel you've got all these stereotypes right yeah (laughs) it's funny because you know we base all of our thoughts of nerds like off of that though we rarely actually saw that in life (laughs) That's true. I remember having a nerd day once at my high school where we all 
dressed up like nerds, you so know, you just tucked our shirts in. like normal? I, I should have just went to school like normal. <laughs> I, I put, we all put tape around our glasses in the middle, like had Why did nerds protectors. break their glasses so easily? You'd think they'd be better. Yeah, what's up with that? Where did that trope come from? <laughs> I don't know. And, and, you know, an even deeper discussion, where did the trope of uh, intelligence being associated with glasses come from? Like, oh, you've got glasses, you must be smart. Huh. You know? But... That's another discussion Maybe for another time, I guess. Maybe it's because people with glasses don't want to play sports because they don't want to break their glasses. Mm. So they spend their time inside studying. That's probably mm. it. But then... That's possibly it. Maybe the ones with broken glasses are actually the sporty nerds because they broke them playing sports. Ooh. There Maybe we go. they got so angry with their calculator, they threw it across the room and it bounced back and hit them in the face. Oh, that's, that's probably it. That seems a little more unplausible. All right. Hmm. Um, <laughs> let me hit you with one more definition here because we can't not go to Urban Dictionary. We've got to find out what Urban Dictionary says because it says <laughs> what we're all thinking. All right. So a nerd. An individual who enjoys learning or, two, does not adhere to social norms. Okay. That, that kind of agrees with everything we've said. But then it goes on further to say a nerd is not... A geek, the circles overlap, but they are not the same. So I did a little research, and geeks really are just like the very socially inept. Like I said, mm. these are the kids that you are uncomfortable being around just because they had no idea how to interact with you. Hmm. So that that's, I guess, a geek, and maybe there's more to it. But So a nerd is not a geek. A nerd is not someone who wears fake nerdy glasses, kind of like I am doing right now. People can't <laughs> see me. But I wear computer glasses that filter blue light, <laughs> so they don't give me headaches. Nice. So you, I shouldn't be wearing these fake nerdy glasses. Uh, a nerd is not someone who wears suspenders, fake glasses, and bow ties on nerd day. So, like <laughs> you said, uh, a nerd is not someone who thinks of themselves as a nerd, yet cannot hold an intelligent debate. Hmm. And lastly... If you are reading this article to determine whether you are a nerd or not, you are not. Nerds do not need to look up the definition of nerd. It is a label with no consequence whatsoever, and nerds have better things to do than play along with social stereotypes. That being said, if you merely want to see what people think when they think of the word nerd because of the human thought process, societal constructs, and philosophy, if you find that interesting, then consider yourself a nerd. Hmm. So it's like, hey, that is why I'm here. So I guess I am a nerd. Wow. The depth of all of that. Isn't everyone a nerd, though? Because everyone enjoys learning something to some degree, and everyone has a quirk that is considered not socially normal. Yeah, I suppose. Everyone has their thing. Mm. I just, I think <laughs> nerd, it really only applies to, like, middle school and high school right mm. outside of that it doesn't matter no one cares whatsoever because you're right everyone has their own thing so mm -hmm. next question for us what about you do you consider nerdy what what is your nerdy thing who what are my nerdy things i don't care what people think about me in regards to the media and the fandoms that i enjoy mm -hmm. i'm not very fashion conscious at all i enjoy t-shirts and jeans mostly with video game characters on them. Yeah. I have an extension I have an extensive collection of Mario toys that I just got some more of this weekend nice. as well as uh, 
random Pokemon stuff, and I've got a large, large collection of video game consoles and things that I don't play, but rather just want to put on my shelf to just look at, you know, right. we're, we're pretty similar in that regard. And plus, I do a podcast about nerd culture. <laughs> <laughs> or is it just culture? Ah, yeah, there you go. Just culture. The, the lines are now blurred these days. It's it's not so uh, incredibly distinct. I'd say those are probably the biggest ones about me, just off the top of my head right now. Yeah. Yeah, what about you? Uh, obviously, mine are pretty similar. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I think... It's like, yeah, I love I love video games. And at a certain point, I think all kind of as kids, everyone viewed video games as a kid thing. And mm. now to be in your 30s and still being into games and all that nerdy stuff, it's like, is that okay? Should I have grown up more? And, <laughs> you know, maybe that's that's its own conversation. But I also think <laughs> it's a silly point to make because... You know, as kids, we drew the comparison to, well, our parents don't play games. Therefore, yeah. this is only a kid's thing. And that's really because they didn't grow up with it the same way we did. Yeah. And now that we have grown up with it, like, I think video games are, that's a life hobby now. Everyone who yeah. is still playing them is going to always play them. And I had friends who they're like, no, as soon as I'm done with college, like, I'm done with games. And it's just like, what? Mm -hmm. Why? Like, I understand being busy. And if you have a job that it's just, you just don't have the time to do it anymore. You know, if that's the way it is, that's the way it is. But to like draw a hard line and say, no, this is a kid's thing. That's you're a nerd if you're an adult still playing it. Hmm. So I guess we're nerdy in that capacity, but I'm sure most of the people our age listening are exactly the same. So yeah. it's silly. It is. But other than that, I think you're right. It's It's really just diving into a hobby and and everyone has that. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I love projects in the wood shop. Right. So I guess <laughs> I'm a shop nerd as well. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone has their thing. So mm, let's true. let's backtrack a little bit. So again, the what initially sparked this thought was we were very nerdy as kids, and then it again it kind of blurred in high school, and then I feel yeah. like we kind of dove back in in college, and that might just be that once you're in college, you're like, oh, I don't care anymore what people think I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And a good example for me is, you know, I quit playing Pokemon in middle school and then I picked it back up in, in college. And that could just be because I wasn't interested in all the new generations after the original, but it also seemed kid-like. So mm -hmm. first question, Jake, is what do you think has kind of caused the nerddom to come back? Or I guess if we would look at current high schoolers from maybe mm -hmm. a teacher's perspective it looks like no one ever really stops being nerds anymore so i guess mm. is, is there like a gaming influence what, do you think there's a certain game that kind of bridged that gap that made it easier for me to, for people to come back or, or always be nerds well think about what you just talked about pokemon it's generate i mean it it, it uh, transcends generations because it's been constantly going on and constantly popular throughout the generations um and it's still you know producing new content True. so things like that which you know we would resonate with because we grew up with it I, I think a lot of it has to do with the information age and the realization that this stuff is still big and out in the open and everyone 
can actively engage with each other much better than they were in the past. And because of that, people are able to easily see just how many people share the same interests as them. And oh. therefore it's, yeah, it's, it's just as valid, you know, and you can feel a lot more comfortable knowing there's a lot more people out there who share the same um, interests as you. That's a good point. And you kind of jumped to my third question, which was <laughs> how, how has social media affected it? And you're absolutely right in, in that we don't feel as alone. Because mm. again, yeah. us growing up, we did not have this internet access in the same way, or at mm-hmm. least on the same scale when you've got massive YouTube channels and Discord and, and groups you can be a part of. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of my thoughts was YouTube. Like if you have this niche weird hobby and no one is connecting with you in real life about it, there is tons of channels and groups and let's plays of, of people that you can relate to online and, or these wonderful podcasts, like the one you're listening to right now. <laughs> so, yeah. I, yeah, I think you're, you're spot on social media in that capacity has helped quite a bit. Mm hmm. And also, I had one other point about social media. So we got things like YouTube and TikTok. And I think it's easier to be a nerd, easier to be yourself, because the cool kid no longer exists in the way I see it. Hmm. There, is okay. no, there is no trendsetters in school yeah. anymore. The trendsetter is whatever is big on TikTok, right? Mm. That is what everyone is doing. They're not looking to other kids to see what's cool because they already know it's on their phone and it's kind of sad. People aren't as unique anymore because they're, it's just all (laughs) these TikTok trends. Yeah. But I think it it has changed the cool kid because the internet is the cool kid. Yeah. It, it, mm, media and the way people receive that has changed. I think it's definitely more accessible now, obviously than it ever was back in the day. What did you have TV? I mean, I guess that's the same, uh, same principle, but yeah. And TV though was, you know, mocking nerds. Yeah. TV was mocking nerds, but you know, you, you follow the trends of whatever was big. I don't know. It's, it's just, you're right. Now it's in the palm of your hand. Now you know what the new thing is in an instant. Wow. I'm just <laughs> thinking now. I'm just thinking of all this. I, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, that's about all I had to say about that. It's just, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So to back up, I think there, there's two games that came to mind for me. So I think throughout middle school, you you could get away with playing the nerdier stuff but then you know everyone played games everyone it was every mm-hmm. kid did and i think just the type of game we were playing changed so like high school i mean that was the era of call of duty for yeah. us you know that's when uh-huh. the first modern warfare came out and everyone was playing call of duty so like the our perspective was on these more mature games and not on the kid-like stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you would probably look weird playing Pokemon when everyone's talking about Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. So we we did kind of get away with that. But I think it also it helped bridge and helped keep... It, it helped people keep playing games 
until mm-hmm. they went on to play whatever they wanted again. Mm-hmm. And another game that I think has helped for the younger generations, not so much us, though, is Minecraft. Because yeah. Minecraft has been going strong for like over 10 years now, where yeah. a lot of these kids have been playing it their entire lives and it hasn't changed. And they're still just like playing it through high school. And it's still like the biggest in YouTube gaming, like the most watched content. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think just the way games have become more accessible for everyone has made them stick around longer, made people feel more comfortable uh, talking about that kind of nerdy stuff. Uh, if you if you get what I'm saying there. Yeah, I do get what you're saying. The, these days, um, everyone is playing video games. Everyone. You know, we're not going to talk about just PCs and consoles. Everyone has a phone and everyone has multiple games or just one on that phone. Those are video games. Yeah. Apps are video games. Everyone's playing Clash Royale. Yep. So everyone's a nerd. Everyone's a gamer. I remember starting Minecraft 2012 in my dorm room, and I still had that same level that I'm still building on to this day. <laughs> oh, That's yes. awesome. And, you know, I've even made parts of it, like, into museums. Nice. Like, because, you know, original textures, original things. <laughs> oh, from 10 years ago? <laughs> yes. So, in that regard, I guess I'm a nerd as well. I just yes. had to throw that out there because it made me think of it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, what about movies? What movies have helped blend the cultures? Cameron, we're probably thinking about the same exact thing here. The Marvel Universe. Yep. (laughs) Superhero movies. Ever since they started being made with, like, realistic kind of darker premises. Yeah. Premises. And that made being a nerd and liking comic book characters cool. Because now everyone thinks they're cool. Yeah. So Iron Man started the MCU in 2008, and then, mm-hmm. you know, you have you just have to keep up with the Marvel movies. Everyone does. They're like the biggest money-making franchises ever. And mm-hmm. they, I think, initially, a superhero movie was more nerdy. Although I think, you know, really the first Spider-Man got things rolling because the first mm-hmm. Spider-Man is great. Pizza time. Yeah. But... But now it's like it's not. <laughs> I, I don't know. I still consider the people that read the comics to be the nerdier people because <laughs> there's just way too many, way too many to get into comics. You have to have done it at the beginning of your life. Yeah. But, but yeah, you're absolutely right. It's something, a, a cultural phenomenon that it's almost the opposite. Like it is, it's no longer nerdy. It is the popular culture. And if you're not in that, it's like, what are you talking about? If I ask someone like, Hey, what do you think of the new Dr. Strange? Like, Oh, I don't watch Marvel movies. It's like, what? You think you're better than me? What, what are you talking about? How are you not watching these? You're supposed to be watching these. And it helps that I enjoy them a lot. And you know, not everyone does, but Mm -hmm. it's just, that's what we do. Now, even with star Wars, you know, star Wars is, uh, is cool. Now everyone loves baby Yoda. Yes. All it took is a a lovely set (laughs) of new TV shows. Yeah, all it took was a great TV show that saved the comeback of Star Wars. (laughs) Because the new trilogy ended on a very sour note. But Mando, good stuff. A bit interesting, isn't it? I still haven't seen it. I need to see it. (laughs) 
I know it's bad that I'm admitting that on this podcast. It's but only like spoilers. $7 for Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I just need to get it. You're killing me. I know. So, yes, I think movies, the nerdy stuff is now what's popular. Mm-hmm. And I asked this question to Lindsay, and, and she said Harry Potter. And I think that's mm. a good point, too, because our generation grew up reading them and watching them and had obviously a huge impact on all of us. Mm-hmm. And really, I have I have our answer for us. I have the reason why nerdiness is the popular culture now. And oh, yeah, really, it's, it's just because the rise of Silicon Valley and technology. It's because these people who were once nerds who are now running this place who are making all of our technology you know they're pulling the strings they are Mm. influencing all of our culture and social media and the movies being made the content coming out and since kind of nerds are in control that is what everything has become and to where now it's just it's not that it's it's not nerdy in a uh michael hall kind of way (laughs) <laughs> now the term nerd as we know it or remember it is more of a relic of a time forgotten of a stereotype that uh exists now just to entertain as opposed to uh you know categorize in real time yeah, i'm trying to think of the last thing i watched that had like the nerdy cliche in it well actually that's pretty easy to answer stranger things but, yep, <laughs> but that's playing on the '80s tropes, right? Yeah, for for sure. And maybe the '80s were more that case. Maybe uh-huh. no, again, I'm saying this based only off of my <laughs> the '80s things I've watched. <laughs> and you got Napoleon Dynamite too. Yeah, think about what Napoleon Dynamite did. It it created kind of a new genre of movies that became popular. Kind of a small town nobody who's lovable and is made with low production values yes yeah it did kind of spark that trend of weird low budget indie movies <laughs> yes yes it did i think we've nailed it jake i think we did we have found the point to this conversation and that is that we had some impressions of what we thought nerds were mm-hmm. but really i don't think nerds really are a thing anymore i think there should be a better word because it still has like a negative connotation because it was it's always been used as an insult. Mm-hmm. What what do you think a better word would be? Hmm, better word would be a a dren because it's nerd backwards, a dren. That's even nerdier. <laughs> I'm a dren. That's that's so hipstery, isn't it? No, I think that's more alienating, which is geeky. <laughs> geeky. Until you brought that up earlier, I thought that nerd and geek were synonymous terms, to be totally honest. Yeah, I, I think they are pretty close. But I, yeah, I think geek just goes too far to where mm. they make people uncomfortable. It's true. So I think a better word would just be an enthusiast. Enthusiast. Ah, there's the Japanese word of the day. Is it? How is that yes. Japanese? Oh, no, no. I was going to lead into that with that. That was, that was a good segue. <laughs> All right. Elaborate. Do you have any idea what the word enthusiast is in Japanese? I guarantee you know it. Is it enthusiast? Well, you know what? If you were a samurai saying it with force, that would ex- that would be exactly what it was, would be. Um, it's actually otaku. Oh, yes. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So otaku has a strange connotation in 
uh, in English speaking countries, meaning it, it kind of means like you're an, an obsessed nerd, but in Japanese,、mm-hmm. it just means enthusiast. And over here, if you're an otaku, you're just very into something, you know, you're into a particular hobby. Like, oh, I'm an otaku with this. You、okay. say that. Say that back home it has a bit of a different connotation, but that's the actual definition. Yeah, I think it definitely has a it's more nerdy than enthusiast here. Like,、mm. one popular games journalist sites is Kotaku with a K, <laughs> and you know, that's get lots of gaming news there. Yeah,、uh, they're kind of on the outs with the、uh, the gaming community because they write some really crap articles. Oh, Kotaku does, yeah, they just have these like. Hard opinion pieces for no reason. Like, they just put one out that's like, Game Pass has no value. There's no games on here worth playing. And everyone's like,、uh, what? What are you talking about? Have you just played one game in the past year? Like, there is so much good stuff on there to, to warrant the value. And、well. they just they have weird stuff like that. They also wrote this really weird opinion about. Far Cry 6, when all these other companies got demo keys to like play a demo,、mm-hmm. they weren't given one. So they wrote an article anyway, kind of like bashing on the game. And everyone's like, You haven't played it. What are you doing <laughs> writing these articles? So they're kind of the butt of the joke right now if you、uh, follow any gaming journalist sites. But anyway,、hmm. that was a very nerdy thing for me to talk about <laughs> the fact that I know these things. <laughs> In a way, I think they might be playing the game right because they're getting articles written that are getting people's attention, regardless guess, of whether or not it's good. You in know? the field of journalism, they're not being taken seriously.、Mm, I see. That's interesting. Well, there you go. Otaku means enthusiast. Jake's Japanese lesson jingo! Well, Jake, I think that's a good place to end it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So,、right. thank you guys for rejoining us, for coming back for the start of season four. Hopefully, it was a decent enough episode to start things off. <laughs> At the moment, this is the first one that we have recorded, and we have still not quite nailed down exactly what season four is going to look like, but we can tell you a few things that we have discussed. Like we have said before, it will be more random. We'll kind of talk about whatever we want. Like, as soon as Jake finishes Resident Evil 8, we'll probably do a whole episode just about Resident Evil 8. But、yes. we also want to dive more into history and more, again, of the retro stuff. So、uh, you might expect to see some top fives that are just a whole episode.、Mm-hmm. <clears throat> For example, I think one we're going to do here soon is just our top five hub worlds. Yeah. And,、yep. and elaborate on those. But then also. Do a, a deeper historical dive into some things, or maybe maybe Jake will just lead a whole episode. He'll be like, Hey, here's the, here's the research I did, and I want to tell you all about it. And I'll just be there to be like, Ooh, that's a cool fact. Really? <laughs> that sounds cool, Cameron. Yeah, I like what I do now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am excited. I, I just picked up、uh, Console Wars, the book. Yeah. And it's a pretty fat book. It's kind of like the actual historical happening, but. Actually, written out as a story. I'm pretty like there's actual dialogue and, and, and things in there. So I haven't started it yet. But once I read that, I'm probably going to want to tell you all about the console wars from、hmm. the more historical perspective. Because really, we just know it was Nintendo versus Sega, but don't know too much more about it. So I'm going to read that. Sounds good, man. 
so yeah, I'm very excited. We've got lots of cool stuff that we're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Lots of nerdy stuff. And we're going to be doing some reading between the lines with our awesomely thick glasses. Our bottle cap glasses. <laughs> like bottles? Yes, just like bottles. <laughs> I never thought about that. Wow, he has thick glasses. That's why his name's Bottles. Bottle cap glasses. Never <laughs> made go. that connection. Learning new things every day with this podcast. And his brother, who's the sergeant, his name is Jam Jars. Bottle, jar, <laughs> the whole family, containers. Yep. <laughs> that oh, they boy. are. Actually, I That's don't cool. remember what his kids' names are. Either way, this has been fun. Oh, yeah. Jake, you're a nerd. Cameron, you're also a nerd. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. And we don't even care, do we? <laughs> We're happy All right, about let's it. get out of here. My name's Cameron. And I'm Jake. And have an awesome, nerdy week. Minasan, sayonara. They see me mowing my front lawn. I know they're all thinking I'm so wide and nerdy. Think I'm just too wide and nerdy. Think I'm just too wide and nerdy. Can't you see I'm wide and nerdy? Look at me, I'm wide and nerdy. I wanna mow with the gangsters. They're so far, they all think I'm too wide and nerdy. Think I'm just too wide and nerdy. Think I'm just too wide and nerdy. Got skills, I'm a champion of D&D MC Escher, that's my favorite MC Keep your 40 out, just have an Earl Grey tea My rims never spin, to the contrary You'll find that they're quite stationary All of my action figures are cherry Stephen Hawking's in my library My MySpace page all totally pimped out Got people begging for my top 8 spaces Yo, I know pie to a thousand places Ain't got no grills, but I still wear braces I order all of my sandwiches with mayonnaise I'm a whiz and minesweeper, I can play for days Once you see my sweet moves, you're gonna stay amazed My fingers moving so fast, I'll set the place ablaze There's no killer rap, I haven't run At Pascal, well I'm number one Do vector calculus just for Fun. I ain't got a gap, but I got a soldering gun. What? Happy Days is my favorite theme song. I can sure kick your butt in a game of ping pong. I'll ace any trivia quiz you bring on. I'm fluent in JavaScript as well as Klingon. Here's the part I sing on. see me roll on my Segway. I know in my heart they think I'm wide and nerdy. Think I'm just too wide and nerdy. Think I'm just too wide and nerdy.